Welcome to Mindset, a guide to getting out of your own way and a blueprint for professional success. Over this series, neuroscience coach Shelley Laslett will join me, Sally Spicer, to explore the negative feelings that threaten to hold us back. After that, FW's Helen McCabe and Jamila Rizvi share their practical wisdom, moving you just that little bit closer to resilience and fulfillment. Today, we're talking about fear. Some of the things that scare me are being rejected and failing. So after I've done something pretty big, be it go for a job interview or on the occasion that I've asked for a pay rise, or done something pretty substantial for my career, I've always felt a sense of fear. The initial fear point for me when applying for a job or before an interview is definitely about doubting myself. I have been guilty of, you know, listening to that nagging thought of, you know, I'm not good enough or maybe this is not the right time. Shelley, thank you for joining me. First off, can you please explain why things that have no chance of physically hurting, like getting on a Zoom call with your boss or doing a job interview, can still feel so physically frightening? Why am I worried about getting on a Zoom call with my bosses? It's because we are social creatures. We want social approval. We want to be in group and we want to be in tribe because that is how we have survived on this planet. We are not isolated species. We do not function as an individual. We actually function in a collective. And that's where we're protected. That's where we're high performing. Even if you think about it, if you take a human and put a single human, a human is actually actually not going to survive very well. If you take a collection of humans, in fact, a couple of billion of them, you can see how we can both positively and negatively impact the planet. So the important part to remember is Being apprehensive, being fearful, being worried, it's your brain's way of saying, I care about being in group. I care about being accepted. I care about making sure that I do a good job. And I actually care about making sure that the people around me want to work with me. Now, if I describe that to you, those four things and attributes about a person, would we say that's negative? No, it's positive, right? Like it's actually a really good thing. So that's your social filters, let's call them sort of coming into play. You desire that approval. You desire that recognition. And so the idea that you're in a scenario where you might not get that can be anxiety provoking. And also you want to do a good job. You care about what you do. If you didn't care, then that wouldn't stress you out. Apathy is not necessarily a good antidote to anxiety or apprehension. So We don't want to be completely apathetic that we're basically horizontal because we're so laid back and we don't want to be so highly strung that we feel like we're walking a tightrope. So where we want to land is somewhere in the middle. And what that means is that anytime you feel nervous or apprehensive, I want you to start telling yourself, it's because I care. It's because I value what I do. It's because I value who I am, right? Just those three simple statements. That is enough for your brain to be like, oh, okay, yeah, I see that. And then anytime you feel that apprehension, I want you to think about the outcome going well. Okay, so you say that apathy isn't the antidote to anxiety or to fear. For me, the logical antidote is probably courage. So how can we be more courageous in the face of fear? And is that even the right way to think about it? I think courage doesn't necessarily promote the risk-taking. I think courage is is something that we have to facilitate. I think fear probably overall gets quite a bad rap. So fear is a really natural, normal human emotion in the same way that happiness, pleasure, all the things that we like, all the positive, you know, toward reward states are. Fear has to exist. It is intrinsic. It is iconically human. Oh, sorry, fear is across the whole animal kingdom, but 
feeling fear as a human is a really normal thing. I think when we talk about courage, courage isn't just feeling no fear. People who are courageous don't have a complete absence of fear. In fact, I'd be very worried if somebody came to me and I said, I have no fear, I have complete absence, I do not feel fear. That would be more concerning, really, (laughs) clinically, definitely. Courage is about feeling the fear, processing it, and using it as fuel to do it anyway. So what do I mean by that? Fear is an emotion. Emotions are energy. Energy is communicated between brain cells and that generates an emotion which generates a feeling which sometimes generates an external action or an internal action. Internal being a thought process, external being an act or behavior outside of yourself motivates you to do something. So if we think about it on just a really basic scientific level and and what I'm describing is actually quite inherently complex but I'll try and make it as simple as possible because no one needs to know all those boring details. Fear is essentially an electric charge and you either do something with it or you don't but you can't control it from being there in the first place. What does that mean? It means all emotions happen unconsciously first. And once we are conscious of them, we can choose to do something with them or choose to not do something with them. And so when we think about fear, it's actually a really normal, natural, neurological thing that's been around for centuries and has kept the human species on the planet for centuries because it's also allowed us to survive. So often when we feel fear, that's a good thing. Right. We, we are concerned in some way about something. We have apprehension. That apprehension can also be excitement. It can also be nervous energy. And that energy isn't necessarily good or bad. That energy can actually be flipped to be used as sort of positive thinking fuel. It can actually drive you into hyperfocus or it can actually be used to help you concentrate. So fear in itself might not feel like a fun emotion. Nobody really loves to be in a fearful position, but it's a really normal thing to be fearful and What you're doing with that fear, if you're thinking about it in a courageous lens, is turning that energy and framing it in a way that allows it to be productive. So when I say sort of courage isn't feeling no fear, it's feeling fear, processing it, telling your brain, taking control of that narrative about how you want to use it, and then directing it into something, directing it into an action. Okay, so it sounds like it's about taking the energy that you're already feeling and expending and then deliberately changing how you're using it. But like, how do you actually do that? Can you give me an example? So what does that mean practically? I kind of really want to apply for this job. I'm really scared. I don't have those qualifications. I don't think I'm unnecessarily well suited or maybe it isn't right for me. That apprehension is your self-analysis. That's your critical thinking actually going through the scenario and saying, is it the right thing to do? Now, again, that's a really positive, advanced neurological capability. Your brain's actually really doing a fantastic job there. It might not feel fun and fear is a bit ick. You know, we get that swirling tummy feeling. Maybe our body goes tense. Maybe we can feel our jaw tighten in some instances. You know, heart rate might start to increase. All those things don't necessarily feel good, but they're very clear bodily signs to you, to your awareness, to your conscious part of your brain, that there is a feeling there associated with this. Now, We also get those same physiological responses when we are excited. So with fear, there becomes this dance and it's really a choice about which partner we're going to choose when we enter the dance floor. Do we want to have that self-doubt that's governing fear and confusion or do we want to have the I feel fear and let's choose the confidence partner? And what does a confidence partner look like? It means 
I'm feeling fear because I'm worried because I care about the outcome, because I care about what I do, because I care about, you know, taking the right position and because I want to do X, Y, Z. I want to provide for my family. I want to have a fulfilling career. Those are all really positive things. So what we need to do with fear is just find the right frame for it that allows us to use it as super positive thinking fuel. And when I'm talking about fear here, I'm also talking more broadly about a stress, what's called acute stress, in the moment stress. It's neither positive or negative. It's how we frame it that determines whether or not it will be used to help us focus and to help us be motivated and to be channeled as excitement and, you know, that sort of positive anticipation or whether or not it's going to overrun the system and sort of take us offline. In our next episode, Helen McCabe and Jamila Risby share practical tips on how they turn fear into courage. Single acts of courage can be a bit easier than trying to say, I'm going to be a more confident person now. I'm going to be a courageous person. This doesn't have to be an end state, a single point of being. In the same way, you can't achieve happiness and then just stay there forever. (laughs) You have periods of happiness. Work on those single acts of courage. Try and be courageous in the moment rather than all the time. Mindset is created by FW Jobs Academy with support from the Australian Government's Office for Women.